rise and shine. It is Friday the 13th. Uh-oh. I'm not superstitious, so that means nothing. It's Friday, and we are here. It's 6 a.m. This is how much I love you guys. I get up super early, uh, forego an hour of work to sit here and hang out with you. Now, this is not going to be the longest program in the world. I have corn to plant. This is the Bushels and Barrels program. I'm Ryan Peter. Alongside me is my beautiful bride. Say hello, Jessica. Hello, Jessica. So how's everything going? <laughs> it's good. Man, we've had a nice week this week. It's been like a summer week. It has. Like June at the beginning of May. So to tell you guys in the rest of America, I, I see in Montana it's been very, very cold. Mm. Here in southeastern Illinois and basically all of Illinois this week, we have had either record or near record temperatures of 90 Um Everybody's rolling in the field. We've got a ton of spraying done. We've got a ton of ground worked. Uh, I've got. I'm probably about 25 percent planted right now. Maybe not quite 25 percent, but things will go fast. And uh, it's uh, this is a perfect time of year for this kind of weather to hit mm-hmm. regarding planting and everything. So it's awesome. You love you love being in the field. Oh, I do. You do. Yeah. Totally. Let me ask you, do you listen to music whenever you're in the field or in the truck or whatever you're doing? You know, it is very hit and miss. It's very hit and miss. Really? Yeah. This is going to be the weirdest thing. Ever since Rush died, mm-hmm. I don't even turn the radio on a lot. Hmm. Um, Except to listen to yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, listen to the B&B program here. <laughs> I'm kidding. Hey, you guys, how, yeah. did you like the B&B bonus there last Saturday? Yeah. About old Rich Strike coming out of nowhere, eighty to one odds winning the Kentucky Derby. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's cool. But no, I don't know. I don't really listen to the radio very much. I don't know why. Okay. Well, pro- well, I do kind of know why. Most of the music on there anymore is shit. Ah. I mean, I don't really like hardly any new country. Um, rock. I don't even think there's a, such a thing anymore. Really? Yeah. You don't think so? Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. And then. As for talk radio, I, I tell you what, I do listen to some talk radio. I really like Mike Gallagher. Okay. And he's on in the mornings on uh, FNKM's radio station from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. So I try to catch that if uh-huh. if uh, I'm in a tractor like during that time. Yeah. But I don't know. Well, I I listen to music and I listen to a lot of podcasts and, and stuff. Well, this week I've been power washing the house and doing some outdoor projects. <laughs> So I've got my headphones on and I want to know if you, when you listen to a certain genre of music, whether that be country rock or whatever, do you turn into a different person? No. Does it like take you back to, I don't know, high school or oh, college? Well, yeah. I mean, certain songs that you get kind of nostalgic because you can associate certain, certain songs with a certain time of your life. Yeah. I do do that. Yeah. Let me tell you something. I turn into straight up gangsta. 2007 gangsta. Really? (laughs) What kind of music does this to you? Listen, if some of these songs don't take you back, for people who are about my age, they'll probably laugh because it'll take them back. You ready? Let's hear it. Okay. She's playing this off her phone. Yeah, so it might be bad. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Yeah. How about this one? Little Nelly. Yeah. I've never heard this one. Okay. But you will respect me. Yeah. You know what? How about this one? 
<laughs> Big pimping. She's playing these straight off her phone. We don't have them uploaded in the soundboard because we are running on short time today. Right. Right. How about this one? Drinking is very bad. Yo, I got a fake ID though. <laughs> What's this one? What? So okay, teen drinking is put, put that on pause. I got a question to ask you. Okay. Teen drinking is very bad, but yeah. you got a fake idea. What does that take you back to? That takes me back to <laughs> Well, I was I didn't probably even know. No. Anyways. So there was this place whenever we were in high school, we would go to I don't know I don't know if it was called Teen Town, but it's Marion had this place. I think it's a senior citizen center, and they would have a dance after Friday night football. Okay. And so that takes me back to that. <laughs> oh, so you guys would get a little juiced up and then go into no, the dance? No, no, not at all. They would just play that song there. Oh, so it would take right. me there. Yeah, I think there are a few stabbings and stuff, so they had to shut that down real quick. Oh, okay. <laughs> Other people that were older would show up with like knives and kind of crowd did you run around with? Yeah, I didn't Jeez. run around with these people. I'm just saying that's what happened. Like, there's a few bad apples out there that ruin it for everybody. That's for sure. Mm hmm. So uh, take it to the house is another. One. Those are just the like the edited ones that I could th- play. <laughs> we can, we can do anything except the f word here. But like if I could if I if I turn on Garth Brooks like I'm coming from low places I don't care like well, it's I, I turn yeah. into a different person I am a different person. <laughs> so where does that where does friends in low places where does that take you? Um, to my early childhood, like oh yeah yeah oh yeah. Like when I was a kid in the back car singing to my mom with my mom and yeah. my sisters. Yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah. No, that's, that's awesome. good. I turn into a different person. I, you know, typically if I'm going to listen to music in the tractor, it's at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Maybe the last hour that I'm working. And if, oh, and okay. if I do, I'm listening to it off my phone. In other words, music I've bought, music that I want to hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not listening to random crap they're playing on the radio. Yeah. So That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and there, and I also have another like personality that comes out too because whenever I listen to my Jesus worship music, I, <laughs> I turn yeah. into a big worshiper. <laughs> I don't. I think I think music can, just brings happiness out, and I can I can get away from all the talk stuff, and I don't have to well, think about it. And, that's the idea behind it. Yeah, you yeah. know. But there's a lot of dirty songs out there. Like, you know, back in the day, Missy Elliott came out with this song, and it was like "Work It," and it, you know. And then this other song came out, "My Neck, My Back." Like that, those are dirty songs. I can hardly listen to those songs. Those like, are the songs you hear on a party bus with Cody and Nicole. <laughs> And I missed that party, but geez, yeah, I'm are, still washing my ears out. Right. Okay. But now you've got songs like WAP, which is straight up more disgusting than the, the songs that you're I You're right. Mentioned. You know, it's kind of like they try to keep Ugh. out doing themselves. Oh, like, how can like, we make this one dirtier than the last one? I don't know. Wet ass. Oh, mm-mm, mm-mm, yeah. Mm-mm, how yeah. are you going to get dirtier than that? You can't. I don't think you can. Somebody will. I don't know. I don't know. But um, my mom and dad, they broke so many CDs of ours whenever we were in high school. Yeah, and those were probably something innocent like Biggie Smalls or yeah. P. Diddy. Well, you know, it probably had Big Pimpin' on it. My mom was probably like, this is not, this is, this is real bad stuff. <laughs> I probably had that song work it. I'm trying to think if whenever I was, <clears throat> excuse me, before I had my driver's license, if I had any music that... My mom and dad, like I tried to hide from mom and dad. Yeah. Well, I mean, you grew up listening to the Eagles probably. 
But yeah, dad was, <laughs> dad loves classic rock, and I did listen yeah. to a heck of a lot of classic rock yeah. with him. You know, I I remember NWA. Do you remember NWA? Have no. you even heard of them? I'm sure I have. Have you heard of Easy e No. Easy e No. All right. Mm-mm. Homework assignment. Okay. Whenever Alden's not around, Uh-oh. look up NWA or Easy e music. Okay. So I never had one of their cassette tapes because that's what we had back then. <laughs> uh-huh. But some of my friends did. So okay. when I'd go to over sleepovers, you know, we'd play them real quiet in their, their, um, their bedrooms or whatever. You know, <laughs> can't let the parents hear that. It's nasty music. But really? I never had anything like that. You know, probably the worst thing I had was the Humpty Dance. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which you can sing really, really All well. Right, stop what you're doing because I'm about to ruin. <laughs> Sometimes I, I request that song from you to to sing because you yes. sing it really, really well. Yes. <laughs> That's probably about that's the that's that's probably the dirtiest I had. Really, but okay. I, you know, once I got out of high school, I didn't even care about well, rap music hardly yeah. at all anymore. Yeah. I went straight to rock, and oh, I mean, yeah. I loved Creed back in the day. Yeah, uh, Breaking Benjamin, Shine Down. Uh, I, I was just I I fell in love with rock. Yeah, no, we we listened to the edited radio versions of whatever was out because because we knew what would happen if mom and dad found out those unedited versions. So we, as adults, we only know the edited versions. And you still sing them, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> Oh, that's fun. Get well, it. did we get any mail this week or anything? You know what? We had so many um, emails this this week, and I don't have a shout-out list for you, but I will have that ready for you next week. We'll try week. again next yeah. week. Like I said, mm-hmm. we're flying by the seat of our pants here this morning. We are. Because i got to yeah. get out the door. But I do have some housekeeping item, uh, and our, one housekeeping item from last week. Um, I just said something that I'm not proud of, that I can't get off my mind, and I want to address it because um, I said, let's call abortion for what it is and what it's turned into. And it's when a lady goes out and she can't close her legs. And and that was a very harsh thing for me to say. So, and I can't stop thinking about it. So I know that I need to address it. Um, so I said something about that. And then I was talking about let's fix what's in our home. And and it, I didn't really sound like I had it any, any compassion. I mentioned that um, abortion had been as used as a convenience and um and I feel like that's what it's turned into but 95% of abortions are for convenience yeah it's a big part of the the planned parenthood agenda and I'm not okay with that I'm not on board with that um I want to be clear I didn't sound like I had any compassion for for the women who had been in terrible situations uh I do have compassion terrible situations as in rape or incest or something like that yes okay absolutely um, I do care and I didn't mean to come off as super harsh and not caring because I do care. And it's such a, a sensitive subject. You know, I had a woman reach out to me and tell me a, a um, terrifying story about how her, her trip to an abortion clinic actually ended in miscarriage um, before she, before she actually went through with her appointment. She had been date raped. Um, she already had children and it would, it, you know, she, she said that baby wasn't conceived in love. And I was so stressed out and emotional of, and, and trying to get over a, what had just happened to me that um, I went ahead and went to an abortion clinic. And as I was sitting there, you know, I started, I started, well, even she said, even before she showed up, she was already, you know, passing, you know, having a mm-hmm. miscarriage or whatever. So um, that's a terrible, terrible story. And, I don't want it to sound like I don't have compassion for those women because I can't imagine 
myself being put in that situation, right. you know, and this specific person said, and this, this person is very close to me and it just was very eye opening. And she's like, you know, Jessica, I understand what you're saying. I'm a hundred percent with you on the, um, Planned Parenthood stuff. Like you, that's a, it's a terrible thing. And they're selling, you know, the parts and stuff. And, um, that's bad. I don't agree with any of that, but for my situation, I already had children. I was already struggling and um, I went on a date with a guy. We were at his house. The next thing you know, I wake up naked in his bed. My whole body's sore and. And doesn't remember anything. And doesn't, and, and I don't remember anything. Like that wasn't that woman's fault at all. No. And. Did she press charges? <laughs> I asked. She said, no, that was something that I wanted to erase from my memory 100%. I, so. I, I can appreciate that, but you do, you get, it's so easy to sit on this side of the microphone and, then, and say this. Absolutely. And then you've got the whole, the whole part of, well, how do you prove that it was rape? You That's know, because, very true. Because if you don't go in for a rape kit, like immediately after that, then boom. You yeah. know? And then of course you've got the two week wait of, you don't even know what happened after two weeks and then you end up pregnant. Um, what a horrific story. Sure. Um, but I struggle with the whole, the the Bible verse that says, I knew you in your mother's womb before you were formed. Right. Or how I'm not quoting it exactly. No, I know what you're saying. But God knew you. And so as this baby is formed, he knew your name. He has a plan for your life. And that's what I struggle with. Yeah. And you and I had this conversation after I talked, after I talked to this woman and uh, I said, you know, that's why we don't make decisions off of emotion because emotion, then we decide if we are making decisions off of emotion, they're irrational. Generally they are. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, um, that's kind of why I told you that, you know, I wouldn't be making any decisions. If anything ever happened to you, I would not make, be making any kind of decisions for a year. <laughs> right, so, well, because that's because you've got to get over the emotional part. You've got to give yourself self time. Sure. Well, you listen so. to Dave Ramsey. That's exactly what he says. If you mm -hmm. if a spouse loses her husband or wife, mm -hmm. you don't just immediately sell the house because yeah. you can't stand to be in it anymore. Right. You calm right. down. Let things pass. You've got to get past get your that. wits back about you. Mm -hmm. Grieve a little bit and go on. You know, and in a case of of rape, like this woman was telling me, she, I mean, how how can you not be emotional about a baby? But at the same time, my stance is, you know, I don't know. I don't know to be put in that position. I don't know. Like I said, it's really easy mm -hmm. to sit on this side of the microphone and talk about this. You're stuff. exactly right. You're exactly right. But you know, and then I hear women say, I. I did read this testimony of another woman who said, and I know that we're just kind of talking about abortion, but it is what it is out there. It is, it's a hard subject to talk about and it is forefront right now, you know, Roe versus Wade and bringing it back to the States versus federally, um, which didn't pass in the, it was Congress, right? Um, what's his name? The speaker of the house. That's yeah. Nancy Pelosi. No. Um, I'm sorry. Anyways, they tried to pass it. They tried to pass it where it was a federal law that any woman could have an abortion for any reason. And it did not pass it. It did not pass. You talking about Chuck Schumer and what he tried to do this week? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm sorry. I couldn't think of his okay, name. Okay. Huh. Yeah. Anyway, um, so that didn't pass. But I hear the other stories of the women who can't conceive and who have miscarriage on, on top of miscarriage and on top of miscarriage. And then they have the testing and then they say, oh, well, this chromosome, I'm missing this chromosome. And, and, um, and the whole time I'm reading this testimony of I've had, you know, 20 miscarriages, 
you know, and my body, my body allowed me to conceive another baby naturally without IVF or anything else. And then, um, at five months, this woman goes and has an abortion. Because a doctor told because her there was something doctor, wrong with the kid. Because a doctor told her there was something wrong with her and the baby. And that if she doesn't have, you know, that she doesn't go ahead and have an abortion, then the baby's going to be ill anyways. And all I kept thinking about was, but God. Yep. That's it. That's well, all we, I kept We thinking. ran into that same thing with Alden. I could have easily... I could have easily said there's a 25% chance my baby is going to be sick and ill and I'm not going to be able to carry full term. I could have sat there and thought about that and dwelled on it, um, but I didn't. Yeah. I decided to say, you know what, Jesus, you told me that if I want a full womb, that that was my promise and you were going to give that to me. You were going to give me my heart's desire. So I decided to focus in on that than what the doctor was telling me. Oh, yeah. But God. Yep. Because because that's what I stood on. So I stood on that promise. But anyways, that I, I do have compassion for the women who have gone through the things um, that I haven't necessarily gone through. But I, And I needed to make that clear yeah. today. Cool. To cool. just kind of clean that up from last week. So I apologize for anybody who that offended because that was, when I went back and listened to it, I'm like, my goodness, that was pretty harsh, sis. Hey, you laid it out so, there. I did. Uh, there I was did. a lot of truth, though, in what you said. But I said it. Okay, let, let me ask you something. Okay. For this person that you were talking to, I don't know the situation they were in regarding how they ended up back at this guy's house. Is this a dude mm -hmm. that, that this person had dated for five months, or was this a first date? This was a first date. See, the, mm -hmm. I, call me old-fashioned. Mm -hmm. On a first date, I'm, I'm of the type that, like, okay, I'm not going to spend the night at your house. This wasn't that type of thing. And you got to remember, this is back in the early 90s, so. Sure, but... Even on a first date, mm -hmm. you walked into the front door. If you're damn lucky and you think you're going to go on another date, maybe you'd get a kiss. Mm -hmm. You turn and go back to your car. They go in the house. And I don't know the exact situation. And I don't know that this woman even remembers the exact situation. You know, but she yeah. found herself. They were watching a movie at his at his place. Sure. And maybe that was the plan. That was the date. I don't know. Well, the fact of the matter. The, the truth is this guy was not a gentleman. At all. Absolutely. He had one thing on his mind mm -hmm. and he was going to go to whatever extent he had to, to get it. Yeah. And in a situation like that, charges need to be brought against a guy that does this. Absolutely. Because if you don't, he's going to do it again. I bet he did. I'm sure. I'm sure. You know? Mm -hmm. And I, I just, I, I've never done drugs in my life. I've never tried to tell anybody to do drugs. I don't tell them not to, except for my kids <laughs> and my wife. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know I, drugging somebody intentionally trying to impair somebody else mm -hmm. I, I i can't imagine that god looks too kindly on that no you know i i just i, I, I just me personally but you got to remember a sin is a sin is a sin like abortion is the same as like killing someone or well i pfft. That was silly. I said that because it is killing. Yeah, someone. exactly. But it's the same as like stealing a, a piece of chalk. From, I don't think so. It is. I don't think so. I, I they're think both sins, but, but they, are, they are both sins and they are equally weighed. No, no they're not. I, babe, no way. It's a sin. A sin is a sin is a sin. So you're telling me. It's just like lying. You're telling me if I go to a gas station and steal a dollar candy bar yeah. and walk out with it. It's I'm still gonna, a sin. It is a sin. I'm not going to say. But if you want to weigh one sin versus... 
versus the other. You're saying that me stealing that candy bar has the exact same moral equivalency of I didn't me know. killing no, no, somebody? No, 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 no. That's not what I said. I didn't say moral equivalency. No, I said a sin is a sin. It's a sin, period. Okay. It's not like, I mean. No, you're right. They're, they're both, both they're of them both are sins. They're both sins, period. But one of them needs to be punished one hell of a lot harder than the other one. In our society, I agree with that. Do you think in God's kingdom they're not? I don't, I, I don't have the answer to that. I, I can't, you know. My brain came know. from God. Yeah. And, you know, we're told not to judge. I, I get so sick of hearing people say that. You, well, you can't be the judge. No, we all have to be a judge every day. Of every single action that we do, we got to judge whether this action's worth it or not, whether it's moral or not, whether it's fun or not. We have to judge, and, and then you have to also judge other people. You have to. Every time you every time you hire somebody, you have to judge them. Whether or not they do a good job. Is their character yeah. what I'm looking for? Is their work ethic what I'm looking for? Yeah. You know, yeah. is their looks what I'm looking for? Uh-huh. You know? Uh-huh. So, but we I'm all not, have to judge. I, but I'm not going to sit here and judge somebody else's life. That's not my job. <sighs> Explain. It's not my job to sit here and like say, oh, well, you you drink beer, so I'm going to judge you and I'm not going to hang out with you because you drink beer. Like, I don't I don't sit back and just judge people. Okay, but whenever I'm oh, walking. Oh, you don't go to church, so I'm going to judge you for not being a churchgoer. Sure. No, I, I, <laughs> I think I get that, that that's silly. In my in my opinion, that that is silly. To but sit- whenever I'm walking down Michigan Avenue in Chicago mm-hmm. and I see this hobo mm-hmm. sitting you know, on a on a street corner with his can out, wanting a dollar. He looks like shit. He smells like shit. Um, I gave him the dollar. The mm-hmm. next day, he's sitting there again. I'm going to judge that person. You're being worthless. Well, I, I and mean... And there's a lot of people out there just like that. Yeah, there's something to be said about that. I'm just not going to sit. I'm just not going to sit around and think about that. I'm going to think about. No, <laughs> I'm all not I'm, gonna all sit. I'm talking about is the judging part. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm judging that guy's character. Yeah. He's not doing anything. Yeah. To help himself, and all I'm doing him, by, all I'm doing by giving him a dollar is enabling him to do it again tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Well, you know, in society today, would say, "Well, you don't know his story, Ryan." Yeah, I don't care. No. <laughs> I, I do know the Bible. You know what the Bible says? Get up and work. Well, yeah. Every able man should be working. <laughs> That's what the Bible says. Uh, or Bible, you don't eat. The Bible also says, give a man a fish, he eats for a day. Teach a man a f- to fish, he eats for a lifetime. Mm-hmm. The Bible also says, God will supply you with the worms, but he will not bring them to your nest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I'm a hard worker, mm-hmm. and... uh I don't feel like it right now because we're 20-some-odd minutes into this, and I feel like I need to be in a tractor. <laughs> Is it hard for you to concentrate today? No, I'm doing okay. Okay. All right. So. Well, good talk. If you want a good Bible, I am I am too. My mom told me about this um, Hebrews study. So I am doing a Hebrews study right now. I started it yesterday. You don't know anything about it, Ryan. No, I don't. Because <laughs> I haven't talked to you about it. I barely, I barely have seen you. But um, I'm doing a Hebrews study with Andrew Walmack. He's got five sessions, and I've made it through two. And it is mind-blowing. I need to I need to share that to my Telegram uh, viewers. There you go. We've got 37 members now. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. So um, I do. It's the Hebrews um I can't remember the the title of it, and I just started it yesterday. Like I said, I made it through two out of five 
teachings. So I'm excited about it. It is, it is blowing my mind, really. It is really blowing my mind. Well, good. So it's a lot about the thought processes and, and how, um, how we as Christians have been taught about religion and how to think about certain things and that uh, he talks a lot about grace and what grace actually is and that, you know, we don't deserve to be forgiven and that's what grace is. Of course you don't deserve it, but Jesus gave it to us. Sure. So we just have to accept it. So it's really good. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So in the news. Yes. Baby formula. So we mentioned that last week that we hadn't heard of the baby formula shortage. Right. Well, now (laughs) it's all over the news. Right. Now, you had an interesting thing that you heard on Victory Channel Mm -hmm. regarding this. Mm -hmm. Share with our (laughs) lovely audience what that was. So last Friday, after we had recorded, we said we hadn't heard anything about the baby shortage, baby formula shortage. And then on the Victory News, they had reached out to a target and um, there was a, a distribution center who said that employees couldn't get it stocked fast enough and now that the news was picking up that there was a shortage so all the baby formula was gone but employees couldn't get it stocked fast so enough. it's in and the distribution was, centers but it's just not on the shelves right because they don't have the employees to that stock was the, the story that yeah. was the story um versus like having zero baby formula i all. call bullshit okay i call absolute bullshit yeah they're blaming it on a lack of employees. Now, I get mm-hmm. it. America's in a bad spot when it comes to just trying to find people to fill positions. Mm-hmm. Got it. Mm-hmm. If that is the case, the beer aisle wouldn't be stocked. The milk uh, coolers would mm-hmm. not be stocked. I mean, th- it would be widespread, so, not stocking of goods. So not you just, know, like Budweiser, just isolated down to... You know, like Budweiser has their own people that come in and stock the shelves. It's not like Walmart's employees doing the stocking right in some cases yes yeah okay but But, baby formula people don't have like their own delivery trucks like coming in and stocking walmart shelves like the beer the beer and alcohol okay okay there's there is one side we'll we'll, we'll take the beer out of it okay you can't take the milk out of it the milkman doesn't stock the shelves that's true you know the white the person that puts the white t-shirts and sock packages in in the and on the shelves at target Uh uh-huh that's what I, I i call bullshit yeah that you're blaming this on a lack of employees. You, you that know, was the first story, listen, and now I haven't heard that. I haven't heard of, that ever since. Speaking so. of beer. Yes. I thought about this yesterday whenever I was working. Yeah. Okay. If you never want to run out of baby formula on a shelf, let the people in charge of stocking beer, let, let Anheuser-Busch, mm-hmm. InBev, let them take over. Learn from the way they make sure that their product is never out. <laughs> yeah. Take some of their lessons, you know, their yeah. logistics, and apply it to the baby formula. Well, you know that Biden admin shut down that big production of baby formula. The, oh, yeah. The production and then supposedly plan. there was some huge recall and all kinds of shit. Yeah. I, yeah. I call bullshit on that because what did we just see on the news 530 this morning before we came up here to record? That the illegal immigrants actually have baby formula. There's there. pallets upon pallets mm-hmm. upon pallets of baby food on our southern border mm-hmm. ready to be given out for free. Mm-hmm. To these illegal immigrants. What else did they say they were going to give out for free? Peloton mem- memberships. That's to congressmen. That right. was to congressmen. Yeah. Oh. Supposedly, the United States government okay. is going to buy a Peloton membership for every single member of Congress. Because that's what they need to do. Well, damn it. I tell you what, I've seen a couple of them. They could use two or three Peloton memberships. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't understand at the same time why it's up to me to buy theirs. 
And yeah, they, everybody's just I, entitled to something. Oh my gosh. Everybody's just entitled to something. Mm. You're entitled to my money. I, and now a Congress member who, you're going to get me going here. I know, I know. All right, better better stop. Oh, why? Well, it's just bullshit. Yeah, of course it is. Why, why am I out here working seven days a week, yeah. doing this podcast right now, feeling guilty that I'm not planting corn, mm-hmm. all to pay tax, all to make money, to net pay, income, to be yeah. taxed, to give to some fat ass in Congress. I don't to get a free Peloton membership. Jessica, do you have a Peloton membership? I do. Who pays for it? We do. Who bought your Peloton bike? We did. Well, I wonder if the government's going to buy the Peloton bike for all these Peloton memberships for all these congressmen. I don't know. Well, that's the thing. Mm. Why is it my responsibility? It's not. It is not. It is not. And I don't know why nobody pushes back on any of this shit. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, they had, so there was another, they had to pass more money going to Ukraine. Why? Why? You know what? And I, be, I bet you anything, there is more pork in that bill. Uh-huh. Thank God Rand Paul delayed the vote, or he's abstaining from the vote for, as of right now. Okay. He won't, can't, he won't cast one right now because he's, he wants some oversight and all this spending. Yeah. This spending is exactly why we have inflation. Where do you think this money's coming from? Mm-hmm. They've got to be printing it. They've taxed the something. shit out of us, and we're running out of, they are running out of our tax dollars. So yeah. where, are they, where else can, get, can they get money? They can print it. Mm-hmm. Which, in all actuality, is yet another tax on the American people. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm glad Rand Paul says, no, nah, let's hold on here on this Ukraine bill. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody needs to to pull in the reins on all this spending. Yeah, You know, not a damn one. Oh, I shouldn't say this. All, I bet you, in our Senate and U.S. House of Representatives... 95% of the people who serve there would never run their household, their individual household, <laughs> like they're the running way, yeah, the, way they're doing the it. country. Mm-hmm. But here's the problem. They don't have to work for the money. No. They get to just take it. You're right. And this is the problem with welfare and any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. If you don't have to work for something, you don't appreciate it. That's true. That's very true. You know, I, I, you want to... I, straightforward farming podcast mm-hmm. tony reed and nick mccormick great podcast you guys go listen to that tony or nick i can't remember who it was a few weeks ago said you want the next revolution in this country is a real quick way to do it make all the people who are employees who get their taxes taken out of each paycheck stop doing it let them have all their money oh yeah but at the end of the year make them write one big check for all their taxes uh-huh and they can actually see that dollar figure they're yep. giving away. Yep. Because they'd get used to they'd get used to having their money that they mm-hmm. really did earn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's 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 Marxist, honestly. I mean, it's it's socialist, communist. The way mm-hmm. they do it, you know, mm-hmm. people don't look at that money that comes out of their check because it's just not a whole lot. Yeah. They don't look at that as their money. They look at it as the government's. Yeah. Well, give them that buying power. Give them that spending power. You know, Florida's doing something like that. They're having like a tax-free um, for a certain period. You know that. Yeah. You know that. So yeah. That's all, which I think is awesome. And I hope that it extends for more than just whenever they, October or whenever they're going right. to stop it. But um, I, but I'm serious. <laughs> it's that such was, a good point. It is I, such a good well, point. Well, hell, look at us. Every year mm-hmm. around April 15th. Mm-hmm. We got to cut some big ass checks to the, well, most years. <laughs> <laughs> we got to cut some big ass checks to the to the feds and to the state because mm-hmm. our state has state income tax, mm-hmm. unlike Texas, unlike Tennessee, unlike Florida, because Illinois is a shithole. <laughs> but 
we have to write those big checks and it mm. sucks what so it's due on the 15th we mail it out on the 14th damn right <laughs> and you watch it'll be just like a ballot they'll take they'll take the the tax return out of the envelope or not to return because mm. we'd file electronically but they'll take the payment voucher out of the envelope discard the envelope so therefore there goes your uh your uh time stamp you know of when it actually was at the uh yeah 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 well, actually no that wouldn't work either because we, we have a return address on it so they can match the return <laughs> i don't trust these people anyway i'm damn sure i don't send. we don't send it early because we don't want them drawing interest on that hell money. no and that's what they would do. If we send it, you know, whenever we receive it back from the accountant or get the amount that we need to send in, if we send it right then, they would have two weeks of interest they could draw on sure. that money. So sure. we just wait until the last minute. Well, and it makes me aggravated every time I send that check. But I mean, th- yes, <laughs> me too. So but anyway, anyway. There's, your, there's your baby formula. You want some baby formula? Pack the kid up and head to the southern border. They're there giving it go. out for free down there. Yeah. Just make sure you cross illegally. I don't know how that works. So, <laughs> did you know we're tracking like 42 illegal like terrorists in the country right now? I'm, I, yeah. Of course, I'm, I'm sure. So Cash Patel, I, which I'm a big fan of his, um, he, <laughs> he says, you've got him actually multiply that number by a thousand. And he does some weird math and he's like, so we might have, you know, 42,000 people <laughs> oh. that are terrorists that have came across the border. Yeah, be, uh, yeah. Because we had like over 200, we had like, it was close to 250,000 illegals crossing the border in one month alone. And out of that was like 42 known terrorists that came through the border. They're actually tracking. So And, and yeah, and what they do is they say, well, we know X or we're virtually positive X percent of the people coming across the southern, mm-hmm. southern border are terrorists. So if they catch 42, they just figure that's X percent of the total. Yeah. So then they, yeah, exactly. just, they do yeah. the math and they're like, okay, well, this is how many we actually have. He said it took 19 men to pull off 9-11. 19 men. Oh, yeah. To pull off 9-11. Yep. We've got 42 people in this country right now. That no, I mean, that, they, that they're letting us know about. Right. Um, names and stuff, I don't know. Yeah. But well, we that's can't, crazy. Listen. That's crazy. We cannot let the FBI... We can't put any more on them. Mm. We cannot ask the FBI to do anything about that or the Department of Justice. They're too damn busy making sure that these unruly parents at school board meetings are being investigated. (laughs) Uh. Did you hear about that this week? No. A whistleblower came out and said, hey, the FBI was indeed in Virginia targeting parents who raised hell at school board meetings. Mm. They are now the villains. These evil parents... Of course. Who don't want masks on their on their kids' face, who uh-huh. don't want CRT. We've been through it all. Uh-huh. Those are the people getting investigated. All the while, if you don't like the way a Supreme Court justice is thinks going vote, or is going to vote about Roe versus Wade, well, you can go pick it in front of their house, which mm-hmm. is a blatant breaking of the law. Absolutely. Even Lori Lightfoot called for a, uh, she was like, this is a call to arms. That's a felony. Yes. To, to to do that, and it, for those for those Supreme Court justices, thank God Glenn Youngkin got elected because mm-hmm. he is calling for extra security and and security fences to be put up around the Supreme Court justices' house where all this picketing's mm-hmm. going on. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, you know what the law enforcement told them? Told him they're not going to do it. Really? Who the hell's running this show? Yeah, and where is Merrick Garland, our Attorney General? <laughs> who's the guy that should be in charge 
of saying, listen, we have to disperse these picketers in front of a judge. You're not allowed to try to picket a judge Mm -mm. to make them change their mind. Mm -mm. They're not a political figure. No. Well, they're not supposed to be. They are now. Because now... I think this is all this the baby formula, the Supreme Court draft that doesn't mean anything. I think all of this stuff that is happening right now is a complete distraction from the election and what happened and who's actually in charge of things. Well, he, okay. I honestly I honestly think it's all just a distraction. Here, let's get let's separate you if you weren't separated by the COVID and the vaccines and all that stuff. Let's separate you. I mentioned this last week. Let's just divide people even further. Well, that's what they're doing in Shanghai <laughs> regarding COVID right now. Yeah. Ripping kids from parents. Yeah. Separating people. Uh-huh. I guess they're they're going right back into huge lockdowns again. Which I, I can I don't know that they ever relieve. I mean, did they ever relieve their lockdowns at all this whole time? A little bit. Yeah. Two or oh. three weeks ago, they started to get, you know, relax them just a little bit. But now the, I guess they're straight back into it. Do you think that's coming to the States? <laughs> okay. What was another headline this week? So they- the U.S. surpasses one million deaths <laughs> from COVID. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. I was going to mention the... Um, the WHO, the WHO, World Health Organization, the global initiative that's going to come to a vote, I guess, at some time, some point, maybe in, I don't know, Switzerland? I don't know. Switzerland's where the, what Switzerland, you told Switzerland, me. Okay, yeah, Switzerland. Okay, now now listen, guys. So there's a vote. This is... Coming to this World Health Organization, the people who control the World Health Organization, and Michelle Bachman's like, hey, we need to pay attention, call your representatives, you know, call your Senate, blah, 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 and um, tell them that you ca- we are not giving our sovereignty to the World so Health what's, Organization. So what's this vote about? And then, Now listen, guys. Conspiracy theory. Jess and I had a discussion about this. I find all of this really hard to believe. Okay. When Matt Staver, the president of the Liberty Council, the guy who's actually fighting for freedom in this country, says it and saying that he's paying very close attention to it and he's involved, like... I, I, my ears perk up. It's one thing for a former congresswoman to talk about it and say, hey, get a hold of your representative and tell them that we can't stand for this. We need to demand this, this uh, amendment that the Biden administration sent over in January. Like we, it's one thing for her to say that, but it's another thing for Matt Staver to say it. To me, like, what? It lends okay. some credibility to the May- story. Now, here's the story, need, guys. It's not a conspiracy. It's actually happening. These people are right now listening to us going, what the hell are you even what talking, are you talking about? about? Okay, yeah. So, in January, the Biden administration sent over some amendments to the World Health Organization to um, release our sovereignty to the World Health Organization regarding our health records, health um in pub- other words, public health. In other words, if we give the, and I think 170 some odd countries supposedly did this exact same uh, thing. 196, I believe. 196. 196, yeah. Countries all across the globe uh-huh. are have have sent these amendments to the World Health Organization to be voted on, letting them control what is going on in their country with their public health. Uh, yeah, yeah. All on the basis of health. Well, mm-hmm. we saw how good that worked with COVID. So, same. but now supposedly. The World Health Organization will have the power and the authority, if they deem it necessary, mm-hmm. wink, wink, to shut us down, to shut us down, do whatever they need to do. Uh-huh. This is nothing more than another way to rig elections. Absolutely. That is all it is. That is, is it's absolute bullshit. I, but, you know, Jess and I got in the conversation a little deeper about this. And let's just say 
let's just say here, and I, I think this vote's in a couple weeks, isn't it? May 22nd, I do believe. Okay. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's May 22nd. Right. Yeah. So let's just say that the WHO votes to take over, you know, basically take the sovereignty from all these countries sure. regarding health issues. Mm-hmm. Um, you think that's going to fly in America again? Absolutely not. No. And then here's the other thing. I don't want to, I don't want to see what would happen if they tried to impose. Oh, it any- would be <laughs> ugly. I guarantee you, you the, the same mask Nazis that we yeah. saw the past two years. I mean, they're, they will be emboldened. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Cause I mean, to those people, they have no brain cells. Right. And I mean, all they can think is, Oh my God, these people know more about health than I do. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm sure they're right. So we probably better go back into lockdowns and we, we need to do some contact tracing and all, I mean, mm-hmm. It just so you know health what, department gone wild again. You know what going on going in line with this. That's why I think all of this stuff is a distraction. Ron Johnson comes out and says, actually, the FBI was using this data, the cell phone data, to make sure that people were actually abiding by the COVID lockdown rules. Oh right, right. Yeah, that's what they do in China. Exactly. Like, and that's this a big is America. Deal. It's a big deal. Yeah. It's a huge deal. Yeah. So this was all just a test run to see what's going to happen because this goes towards globalist. I mean. Oh, this is a total a, move towards globalism. Yeah. Totally. Talking about the, the and, I, and I'm not ready or <laughs> know enough about the, um, the, the great reset that people have mentioned. Oh, yeah. I've heard a lot about but, it. But I, this is the next step. Yeah. To it's it. just, yeah. yeah, progression. Getting an order getting of closer. events. Mm-hmm. So. What Jess and I, <clears throat> excuse me, what Jess and I were talking about the other day was if, let's say that the WHO does vote that they get the right and the power to tell all these hundred ninety some odd countries, okay, you're in lockdown, you're not. You're mm-hmm. in lockdown, you're not. Mm-hmm. What if we don't? Mm-hmm. Let's just say somehow or another in November, the Democrats don't do quite as good a job on ripping an election off. Oh, go watch Two Thousand Mules if you haven't. <laughs> That is money worth spending. I'm telling you. You can get it on. You can get it for free. You can get it for free. Yes, you can get it. Two thousand mules. Dinesh D'Souza's new movie. Yeah, it's a great show. Mainstream is not talking about it. Nope. Fox's lawyers will not allow them to talk about it. Fox's pussies. Yeah. Oh. They are. (laughs) That is a good movie. But anyway. Anyway. Okay. Let's say the Republicans do win, or conservatives, not Republicans, because I'm Mitch McConnell's a Republican. I can't stand the asshole. Right. But let's say conservatives do win the day. The WHO has already passed this rule, law, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Amendment. That they mm-hmm. have this power. Mm-hmm. Well, I guarantee you, if I am sitting in an elected position and they try to pull this shit on my constituents, I'm going to look at them with the middle finger. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say, what are you going to do about it? Right. WHO, do you have a military? You're going to come take me out or take my country out? No, they don't. You gonna Are you going to get Canada to come down here and fight America because we're not going by your lockdowns for whatever the next pandemic, pandemic, you name it, mm-hmm. is? Mm-hmm. This is nothing. It's a piece of paper. We, you wipe your ass with it. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. I just have a feeling there's going to be more to the story. I mean, if if they do vote this, I think there there will be some some crazy craziness happening. Sure, we'll we'll see America in arms <laughs> or grab their arms. Yeah, I, mean, I, yeah. I I guess so. <laughs> I just I, I find it hard to believe that this. Yes, it can be voted on. I mm-hmm. find it hard to believe it can be carried out. Mm-hmm. Now, I can understand somebody would say, oh, Ryan, you just called it a, it's just a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. I, I already see the liberal argument right back at me. Well, so is the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. Mm-hmm. They're just pieces of paper. <laughs> no. They give you 
rights. They mm-hmm. give you, they, they outline how you have your freedom. Mm-hmm. It is not a living, breathing document like many people want to believe. No, th- that is set in stone. What's in the Constitution? Sure, there's ways you can change it. But that's what gives you rights. This WHO bullshit is taking them away. Mm-hmm. That's the reason it's just a piece of paper. You can wipe your ass with it. Okay. My opinion. Mm-hmm. I think it's. I think it's. Uh, I think it's a big deal. So we'll be. We'll be waiting for. It's, just, it's interesting think, that for, for as big as that is, it's interesting yeah. once again that mainstream media is not talking about it. Okay, let me also tell you this. So Fox News, Matt Staver again, Liberty Council. He said specifically, I knew the exact direction fox news was going whenever i saw caitlin jenner who used to be what was his uh, dude looks like a lady bruce jenner (laughs) bruce jenner um on their programs as a paid as a paid contributor that's the direction fox is going so then so you've got a transgender woman man on there and um he (laughs) You've got to do this and distract me as I'm trying to finish. Well, well, I don't hear anything. What are you talking about? (laughs) Anyway, so then you get on Tucker's on Tucker's and he goes by they there instead of him, his Tucker Carlson. Yes. Get on his Twitter account and look at his bio. Sure. They there. Like, oh, okay. They there. Yeah. So it's a joke. It's Friday and this is a good (laughs) tune. And right there's your soundbite for the day. <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner, the dude that looks uh, like a lady. Yeah. Now, and you know that dude doesn't look much like a lady. And you know since all this transgender stuff. Okay. He actually totally. has, he has the money to actually transform like his entire his entire appearance and I would say that he's probably I his transition into whatever is going on right now is I think it's I mean he's done a He's done a decent job. Okay. Now listen. I don't know how. All the guys out here that's listening to me. (laughs) Yeah. Every guy, every straight guy, just like I am. Uh. He's into girls. He likes chicks, right? (laughs) Don't like chicks with dicks. (laughs) Likes chicks. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I am so glad that I'm married to you. Because I can can verify you're a woman. That's sweet. Yeah. Well, we've had a child, so. Yes. You're verifiably a woman. (laughs) But as a man sitting here, I tell you what, all these guys that's listening to me know exactly what I'm talking about. You're embarrassing me right now. What are you getting ready to say? Nowadays, whenever I'm walking down the street, going into the gas station, sometimes uh-huh. I see it all the time on TV. Yeah. Any woman who I might have used to thought, yeah, that's, that's an attractive woman. Uh-huh. If they have any features on their face of a man, uh-huh. I start questioning that. <gasps> are they really... You do? So, like, I am so glad that I'm married to you. I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. I've got my life set with I a kinda, woman. I, but, like, for Cohen, uh-huh. 17 years old. Of course, he's got a girlfriend. Yeah. But let's just say years going forward here, you know, it's puppy love. It doesn't work out. And he's uh-huh. got a, he's in the dating pool. <laughs> I would be scared shitless. <laughs> I am serious. Some of these people. <laughs> you can't be serious. I am. So, a lot of these women have, I don't know. I don't know if it's her hairdo. Uh-huh. If, if I don't, there's just a lot of people now. Well, okay. The disinformation person, uh-huh. who, what's yeah. her name? Nina, whatever. Jankovitz. Jankovitz or, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Dude so, looks like a lady. <laughs> I don't know. But I think it's really a lady. I think, yeah. She's a woman. But like, I don't know. It just, yeah. ever since all this transgender bullshit started, 
and people's changing their sex. Uh-huh. It makes me, <laughs> I feel sorry for a true woman who has a little bit of manly features in their face. Like me. No, you look like a woman. I don't know. Sometimes I have this Adam's See, apple but thing you, that came, you don't. <laughs> you do. Of, oh. <laughs> I, I had a baby with know. you. It's fine. Yeah, you're not a boy. <laughs> Sometimes I get these chin hairs. <laughs> shut shut so, up. I think that most women do at a certain point in time. There's but, tweezers everywhere around yes, here. There are. But that is a no. I just I feel sorry for for. <laughs> so all you guys out there, I know there's a lot of you that are. Right now, driving a sprayer or a spreader truck or planting something in your in your early twenties, and all you're thinking about's Friday night. I can't wait. I'm gonna go to the tavern after I yeah. get out of this tractor and drink me some beer and Hang find me a good looking chicks. woman. Yeah. And then now, nowadays, they probably have to be like, "Huh? Well, I think that's a girl." I don't know. I, I don't know. Just saying. Remember that you've got to remember it's such a small percentage of the population that really. But if is- you get it wrong just once. <laughs> <laughs> you'll be traumatized oh. for life yeah yeah <laughs> you're too much i can't even take you right now oh boy it's friday and we're having a good day we are speaking of going back to 2000 mules um you can find that if you if you look at it i did read some articles trying to debunk it i searched it on facebook there were only two articles the day that i searched it i don't know what that was but they actually came out and said Oh, the data that they used wasn't actually good data because they can't actually trace your phone. They can only trace your phone to be like 10 feet from where you're at. Bullshit. Yes. So here's here's my debunking of that article. And I think it was the Washington Post. WAPO. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure they came out with the article that said, actually, let me tell you why this is wrong. It can't be 100% accurate. Their latitude, longitude, whatever. And they're not going to get within inches of your phone. They're going to be within like 10 feet. That's more of, of the truth. Let me tell you something. If we lose our iPod, I, I, uh, I watch our earphones. What are they called? Air, earbuds. Earbuds. If we, if we lose those, I can turn on my, find my iPhone, find my AirPods. And I can literally walk around the house until I get close to him and it will tell me. Is it beeping while you're doing that? No, I mean, I think it'll make a sound, but I've never used that feature. I've never tried to. So, so, okay, let's say that you're um, out in the back 40. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you're outside of the house, but your earbuds are in the house. Mm -hmm. You're like, where are my earbuds? You Mm -hmm. could pull that up and it'd say, it would show you in the house. I would walk exactly to where that location is of those earbuds. If I can do that on my own, I guarantee you somebody's got that location data and it is out there, whether that's apps, how they used it, how they purchased that information. And now Ron Johnson is saying, well, they actually use the same exact data that 2000 mules used. They used this during the lockdowns and during COVID to make sure that people were. I heard another report. They use this exact same data to put people in the white house. On January 6th. Exactly. Or, or uh, not in the White House. No, in jail. They had in, to go, yeah. Oh, arrested. yeah, yeah. Whenever, whenever, yeah, whenever they stormed the Capitol. So, so Dinesh D'Souza was like, they had to be using this data at, <laughs> during January 6th, because they, they arrested people within like 12 hours. So they right. knew exactly who was at the, at the Capitol. They knew exactly where they went. 
They knew exactly where they went afterwards, and they picked those people up That's twelve right. hours later. Well, and just, some of those some of those people are still in prison just for walking into the. Oh cabin. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes, so. yes. Uh, so basically, <clears throat> the moral of the story here is: if you want to pull some stunts, <laughs> leave your cell phone at home. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 That way they can't track you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm not advocating but, anybody pulling any stunts. <laughs> but you know, regarding like finding like your phone being somewhere, uh-huh. if I zoom in on Google Maps close enough to our house, uh-huh. I can see whether I'm sitting in the sunroom oh, or whether yeah. I'm sitting in the dining room. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I could see exactly what part of the house I'm sitting in. Oh, I know. That's within 10 feet. Mm-hmm. But then the other thing is in 2000 Mules, not only do they have that data, then they cross-referenced it with security cameras. Yes. Showing those people, uh-huh. aka those phones, being right beside the Dropbox yeah. on video. But they, you know, the reason why they call it 2,000 mules, there were over, so their average was 38 Dropboxes. These people stopping at 38 Dropboxes on average. Yes. Yes. Here's the thing. And it's not like they're dropping 200 per time. They're dropping like 10 here, going to the next drop box, dropping Dropping 10 more, more, Uh and they're taking their pictures while they're doing it. That's how they're paid. Mm -hmm. They're wearing gloves. And here's the thing. They had to meet the criteria of these people have to go to at least 10 drop boxes, and they have to go to a non-for-profit. So they show up at a non-for-profit and go to at least 10 drop boxes. The non-for-profit. for profit uh-huh. is who's paying them, right? Supposedly, yeah. They are going to be releasing this information. They're going to release it all. They're going to release the nonprofits. I believe um, Stacey Abrams' camp is her campaign is one of the people, and actually the people in Georgia, the poll workers, the people counting ballots, were <laughs> hired by Stacey Abrams' employment. Stacey Abrams. Stacey Abrams' employment agency. I don't know if a lot of people know that or not, and they didn't say that in the movie, but I but I know that from previous documentaries. So that is a woman yeah. who needs a subscription to Peloton. Ryan. Yeah. Well, that is not very nice. She's a fat woman. <laughs> right. What? She is. Okay. Anyway. Um, yeah. She's, I, she's crooked. Yeah. Very. Very crooked. Very. Um, but you know, it, what seems funny is, so you have all these Democrats that are trying to debunk the 2000 mules thing and all oh, that's not very accurate in regards to your phone. See, so using the same technology they use to find the people that stormed the Capitol building, mm-hmm. they can't handle it. No, they can't. They can't. No. Oh, wait, it only works whenever we're trying to find insurrectionists. <laughs> it does not work whenever you're trying to find voter fraud. Right. That's screw you. You can't have one without the other. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. But and what these what these people in power right now, like Lori Lightfoot, doing? They're actually calling for an insurrection. This is a call to arms. That's what her tweet said. This is a call to arms. That is calling for an insurrection. Absolutely. You know these people to go out and protest and yeah. intimidate and yeah. Oh my goodness. So anyway, a lot going on in the news. Yeah, I mean there really is. Mm-hmm. We did pretty good today for not being prepared. Yeah, we weren't prepared at all. We've no. been super busy. So no. what I'm going to go pick up some a um it's it's definitely called I'm I'm picking up a load of def at the at the nutrient nutrient place. You're not picking up def. ATS. Are you sure? I'm a- positive. ATS. I'm sending you that you're getting <laughs> ammonium thiosulfate. <laughs> Sulfur. You know I'm kidding. I just kind of wanted to give you a minor heart attack like oh no. my wife doesn't know what she's talking about. <laughs> So no, you're going to get ammonium thiosulfate. Yeah. 
That's something I put on before I plant <laughs> corn, sulfur. Okay. So I'm sending you on this rat race today. Yes. Are you excited? I'm excited. I love to help out. Yeah. And I, I love to be needed other than just like in the house. Yeah. <laughs> You're more than just the lunch lady. Uh, yes. <laughs> well, I mean, sometimes. <laughs> you have made some mean peanut butter and jelly sandwiches this week, I must say. You've been really wanting that lately. So. I forgot how good those were. Mm-hmm. You just know? a plain PB and J. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay. and after you get to ATS, you're going to unhook the water tank wagon and then hook onto the seed tender. Yes. And be wherever I tell you to be 15 minutes early. Yes. 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 So, I will be. Yeah. I'll be there. Keep me rolling. You can count on me, bud. Thanks, Mom. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, I think that's probably going to be about enough for today. What do you think? I think we got to get to work. I do, too. Yeah. You guys have a tremendous weekend. I am so glad you joined us. And uh, maybe next week we'll be a little more prepared, maybe some sound bites. But if I'm busy, it's going to be the same damn thing. (laughs) Hey, I'm here on Friday. That was a good deal. Yes. So anyway, Leah Thomas is still a boy. Uh-huh. You were born an American. And don't forget to be don't one. Don't forget to be one. Have a great weekend, and we will see you next Friday, if not a bonus between now and then. Oh. But I can't guarantee that. Maybe a rain day. That's right. <laughs> Adios, my friends. We'll see you.